0: This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back uh, to another Wednesday evening live stream here with the Shower Door Pros really glad that you're um able to join us this evening thanks for taking time out of your schedule to be here um uh, you know before we get started i just want to um just uh send out you know some, some prayers and um for for our friend chance foreman i think yeah. probably a lot of you know that uh the foreman family is just uh suffered the devastating loss in their family, the loss of their little girl, Lily, um, only eight years old. And um, mm-hmm. I just can't imagine what they're going through uh, today. But um, I know a lot of you guys are are people who pray and uh, if you just send out some prayers for, for those guys and I'll keep them in your thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah, words just fail, you know, to, to express, um,
0: just the sadness, uh, that we're all experiencing. It's just been, this whole week has just been, um, I don't know. It's just hard to even believe Mm. something like that can happen, but, um, but uh, I'll tell you what, Lily was very loved and what probably one of the most cared for kids that I've ever met in my life, loved and, and cared for and taken care of and um, just uh, um, has great parents. And um, so anyway, uh, yeah, hard to move on from this, but We'll try. Um, I know that, uh,
1: that a lot of you have already reached out and stuff. And and uh, yeah, yeah I, I had the
2: opportunity of meeting her last Easter mm. at a brunch that he was uh, at, and a uh, real nice little girl. I mean, mm. it
1: was unbelievable. I heard that. You know.
0: Well, I really haven't picked out a topic for this evening, you know, I'm just kind of uh freestyling it like we we tend to do when we don't have a speaker. We are lining up some uh some speakers for future um live streams. so we're gonna have some some good people come in and talk. but uh. As for this evening, I know that I was I was chatting with Brandon a little bit earlier and we were talking a little bit about um what were we talking about?
3: Everything.
1: Yeah. Um financing.
0: Financing. Do you offer uh financing for customers? I mean, I, I think it's <clears> that's <throat> a great answer when. When a customer says, "Oh man, that's expensive," or "I don't know if I can afford that," be able to come back and say, "Well, you know, we offer financing."
3: So we offer we offer financing at all our locations. Um, we use a company called Hearth, and it's it's pretty simple. Um, we just send it. Everything is through Hearth. We don't have to do anything. Hearth doesn't pay us. The customer still pays us. So they literally will just fill out an app, um, and they can get pre-qualified with no, uh, hit on their credit. Cause they'll do a soft pull. And if they like any of the, any of the, um, options they give them, then they can go through with it. And then Hearth will actually wire them money and then they'll just pay us like normal. So it has nothing to do with us, but we at least give the option for them to, to go through. So it's good because Hearth will try to. They'll try to always push, right? They'll give you multiple options. Be like, well, if you need twenty five hundred dollars for the shower, like that, you're approved for fifteen thousand if you want it, right? So then they can do other stuff with it, or you know, then they might want to go with Starfire instead of Clear if they have the option to finance. So, you know, we get we get a lot of pre qualifies that come through. So um, it helps out. I think it's like a yearly fee we pay for Hearth, and that's it. And then it just um, everything goes through them. So.
4: Yeah, I put the link in the chat if anyone wants to uh, check it out. It was pretty cool to be able to, once again, give something to tell customers uh, instead of no, uh, at least being able to meet the objection of the budget somewhere, because usually the objection to the budget was, well, sorry, Uh, but now at least we get to say, well, we do offer this financing, no hard pull of your credit, sign up with them, they'll give you money for your project, and what we found that people were getting approved for $10,000, $15,000 10,000 dollars 15,000 dollar project loans with no obligation to use us which was cool a cool feature um they don't have to use us but then they also got more than what they needed for the project so we never asked them to use us after we noticed they that uh, we get the notification of the financing but it's awesome that this they take care of all the um all the hard part and i did us am logged into the back end of their stuff and it's pretty simple to use so it's not that um you don't have to know a lot to get it set up, to grab their marketing materials and to find the links you need to send to your customers in case y'all are interested about how hard it is. It really isn't.
5: I had a quick question. So if, if it's not really like going through you guys, what do you, what do you, what is the, what is the annual, what is your annual fee like go towards? If you're just referring the customer to them, what, do, what are you paying for? I think it's just to use their service. And it's like,
3: I think we, I think it's like just under 2000 or right around $2,000 a year for it. So um, it makes sense for us because we have it, we use it in all five locations from one hearth account. So, um, and it's just to give that, give that option out there. And if we pushed it more, we would probably get more people to finance through it and sell, sell more showers. We don't push it as much as we probably should uh, push
5: it. So are you so you're providing the customer the form and, and all the all the stuff and, it, and then it kind of so goes through.
3: all, all we got all we do is uh there's a link so we just send them a link and then they just click on the link and then they're out of our stuff and they're in heart stuff so it's all secure and then they just do it all through heart right there if they once they get they'll get pre-qualified or they'll get denied we'll get an email saying they got qualified we'll get an email saying that they were approved and they got and then we'll get an email saying that they chose something and got money. So then we can follow back up with the customer to, you know, move the project forward. So. Yeah, and I've see, seen the, um, dashboard.
4: yeah, I've seen the different, yeah, I'm in the dashboard now. You can see how many people were referred and how, not, how not, and the marketing, the material they provide is the way we did. It was here's a link and we know whenever they go to it, what it's going to open up, but they also give you little things to put on your website, your widget, like a uh, find out what your, uh, what your possible estimate would be possible fund would be from this little calculator. They just input four things into that little thing on your site. So they have cool tools. We haven't utilized them. If you look at any of our pages, you'll see they aren't there. Like Brandon said, we haven't really pushed it, but that was something we wanted to at least start offering.
5: Mm -hmm. Do they take a fee from you guys or is that just pretty much through the customer? It's all through the customer. So they offer,
3: so actually, You can get really strategic with it because they offer a credit card too. And they offer like a credit card for people who have really good credit. If you go with their credit card for 18 months of no interest or something like that. So you can actually, you can legitimately market uh, interest-free financing for 18 months um, upon approval and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty sweet because it's easy to get, it's easy to, you know, go through their little sheet and see if you get pre-approved without... N- with no obligation to, you know, purchase or anything, so.
6: I think what I'm hung up on is the fact that you have to pay to use their service. That's fine, but they're, you're doing all their marketing and they get the benefit of it. I mean, you get the benefit to be able to use, uh, to, to be able to gain another customer maybe, right. but you're paying them to do their marketing and they get the loan and they get the money out of it. That that seems odd.
3: I mean, or you don't use it and then you just don't do, you don't offer their financing. That's the thing. It's like, you're just, it's just right. a, a tool, right? We pay for tools. So it's just another tool that's out there. But yeah, you're right. We are, we are essentially doing the marketing for them, bringing them customers to be able to make that interest off it. But in turn, let's right. close more deals because um, hopefully close more deals because we're offering financing. So I'm um, not sure, not sure on the pros and cons if it weighs out, but for the last couple of years, and it seems to be um, working out because we've had tough customers that maybe don't want to bite the bullet and times are getting tough right now. So people are going to start maybe financing more stuff than using cash.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I'll say from the beginning though, I'm debt averse. So uh, anytime it comes to debt, I don't like it uh, for myself anyway. Um, I prefer it if my customers just pay cash or yeah. check uh, versus <laughs> credit card. But I mean, I don't, I don't make decisions for them, of course. We but, all like cash, um, anyway. I'll take cash. I'm, I'm the same, <laughs> same way. I
3: hate debt um, unless it's good debt. But yeah, most people live off
7: credit cards and stuff. Yeah, nowadays. yeah, it's a reality. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like their well, business. I like their business model. Yeah. We mm-hmm. ought to. Like CR Lawrence and FHC ought to pay us for the privilege of bringing a customer to them. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same concept, right? They right. should pay FHC and CRL should be paying us a yearly fee. And then we, all these customers we get, we just bring to them and they're making the money on the hardware. Exactly. I like that. I like that. That's has got to look into that.
0: Right. Well, that's kind of like why, if you're a volume, if you buy in volume, you get more of a discount, right? Because you yeah. are kind of being rewarded for um yes. for in more sales. Right.
7: True. But we didn't get the upfront fee. Yeah. That I like it, yeah. Yearly to... fee is the one that intrigues me. <laughs>
0: I'm liking that too.
3: I think the biggest the biggest thing is why we chose to go with them because. Um, I mean, a lot of people offer financing, right? And a lot of it's through like Wells Fargo, if you go to buy appliances or flooring and stuff, Wells Fargo does a lot of that. But um, our ticket prices are so small. (laughs) So no one really wants to mess with financing financing for us with small ticket prices. So this was an option for us to go that really, we didn't have to worry too much about it. We paid the fee. And then it's just, if they want to use financing, they use financing. Just for
7: yucks, do you know what the finance company charges the customer for a percentage rate.
3: It all it it varies. It's like I said, it's either from zero to whatever. So it just depends I, on their I thing. didn't
4: want to, but I put the link in the chat of our application. So I'll probably get a flood of false things because y'all are probably going to try it out. But go ahead, have at it. I'll just put a I'll put a warning in my logs to delete everything that happened in this next two hours. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you'll see how you can click it. They can put their payment ratio, what they make per month, you know, all the information kind of the loan would take, but these people just give us a cool little tool for the customer to go through the experience and get an idea and sure. get the approval
1: beforehand.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, what you're paying for is just the um, the ability just to turn them over and not have to, do any of the work. You know, what I mean, to be able to have someone come in who says, yeah, I can I don't have the money to pay for that. And to be able to say to them, well, we can hook you up right now. You know, here's the link. And then um and then that's all that's all you have to do. There is there's nothing else our company has to do to follow up. Um right. so it's just, just hand, handing them off like
4: that seamlessly.
0: Whereas I think if you try to do some like in-house financing, that would probably be quite and Then you report. become the debtors mm-hmm.
4: and the debt debt, debt chasers. Yeah. And the one cool thing we didn't realize is yeah. by them getting a larger loan than what they need from us, they're getting the ability to get the upgrades they wouldn't have gotten initially, uh, the Starfire versus the Clear, or possibly the Mirror also that wasn't in their budget. But now that they see they got this loan they weren't planning on, um, now they want it.
3: It's good was- for um, we're always trying to overcome obje- objections, right? So it's good for objections. So we get a lot of, oh, you know what? I didn't, I was just shopping. I didn't realize how much it was going to be. It's a little, it's out of my budget. Oh, well, hey, we offer financing. So, yeah. And we sold so many like that. And if you
0: close 10 extra deals a year, yeah, it, like let's say you're paying $2,000, you close 10 extra deals a year. So you're paying like 200 bucks for, to close each deal but we all know that like that's that's just um like the cost per acquisition right it's like once you've got that customer there's no limit to how much stuff you can sell that customer how many of our customers are affluent people who own multiple homes or are contractors you know that that i have you know many many jobs so yeah i mean it's it's worth it to to get a new customer i
3: think and for like, like I was saying, for us, like it's $2,000 and for five locations. Like it's not like it's $2,000 per location. So it, it's, you know, it goes a long way for us with the multiple locations. It makes sense.
1: Yeah, that helps. Yeah. So that's
0: all about financing. <laughs> yeah, it's everything I know about it.
5: <laughs> so the customer, so your customer gets approved through Hearth and then Art sends them the money and they send you the money. So the, there's no direct. Yeah. So technically, mm-hmm. technically,
3: they can get the loan and just go buy a glass from someone else if they really wanted to. But um, we're at least giving them that option. Right. And that way we're not tied to the credit company. Yeah. So I got you. Right. They wire it to them within 24 hours. So, yeah. and the cool thing is, is like they have stuff on their site. Like they try to get you, obviously. Arthur's is trying to make money, right? So they have a credit card processor. Oh, well, you can just finish everything in Hearth once you're in it. Once they get financed, you can say, okay, pay your 50% deposit through here. And it sends them all this and then they pay and then they get the finance fee and everything, the charge. But that's not how we operate. We just, just get financed through them and pay us direct. Like we're not going to go through Hearth for all that. But you can follow up with your customer when they get pre-approved and kind of just keeps that lead warm. So.
6: So yeah, they I think it's a good a, idea. To they don't take a, a percentage for you, do they? They don't. Yeah. Sorry, Mark.
5: Okay. Oh, I, I was just saying, I, it's it's probably a good idea to kind of distance yourself between. You know what I mean? To keep to keep that, right? To keep that buffer there. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to be the one who you like tries to who has to go collect or keep the books or anything like that. You still get paid, you know, in cash. For all intents and purposes, you know, they get their loan, and who knows? Maybe they'll want some glass railing, you know.
3: I mean, it would be it would be nice if mm-hmm. uh, if Heart just paid us the full amount up front, and then we did the shower, and then we didn't have to worry it's about fine. collecting from anyone because they're going to pay us. But they're they're not they don't do it like that.
7: There are other companies other than Heart that will do it that way. Yeah, yeah.
0: So how about I you, do- Bill? I mean,
7: do you guys? provide um, financing? We used to. We we found it was less than 1% of the business that we had that even required or asked for it. So we stopped doing it. Not that it was bad. It worked out really well, but we just didn't have enough. We didn't have as many objections about that. Yeah. Right. Pre- and prices have come down from where we first started to. I was looking over the years from what we were charging for door notch panel returns. And with the competition and the fact that we can do it ourselves, prices have come down a lot. So it's not mm. as out of price as it used to be.
1: Mm.
7: And I think wages have gone up also for most people so that they can afford more. You know, frameless stores used to be just for the elite, right? And it, I mean, we're talking 15 years ago. Now, God, track homes are putting them in. This is you standard. Know. It's Yeah, it's opened up the market tremendously. Guys like Brandon and myself are looking at, you know, wine closets, railing systems, humidors, things like that that you can make with the same type of glass and hardware, trophy cases, um, that type of thing. And they're great add-ons. So when you're doing a big home,
1: you know, you can give them those options.
0: Yeah, that, that's interesting, you know, because when there was that big uh, price increase, like yeah. I think that was last year. Yeah, um, people pointed out that you know glass really hadn't gone up much at all in a, in a long time. So I mean that was the first really major increase in glass in like years, you know. So I mean yeah. you're you're right. I mean really, compared to other things, glass has really not gone up all that much. And um, and what used to be like you're saying, Bill, uh, you know, frankly, shower doors used to be just for rich people, you know. Now it's like the average person can can pretty much afford yeah. it. Yeah. When I
7: noticed I,
0: that, when I noticed they were becoming mainstream was when I started seeing them in shampoo commercials.
7: Interesting.
0: I was like, oh, yeah, look, you know, like the soap commercials, you know, they were like showing frameless shower doors. It's like, oh, wow, look, you know, frameless shower doors are mainstream now.
7: Yeah. It's in all the hotels now or for the most part, all the high-end hotels uh, are frameless doors. Mm -hmm. Years ago, that wasn't the case. It was just a curtain. Then it went to that bended shower curtain. It kind of went out and around. That was the trend for a while. But now it's generally a door and a fixed panel or (laughs) door notch panel return with a towel bar in the door I don't know how many guys do hospitality divisions but man it's that's a good market if you can get into it
3: yeah we do we do some it's I mean that's bread and butter right there
7: it is it, it's really good and generally when you're remodeling rooms they're only doing five to ten rooms at a time so it's not like you got to do the whole hotel they're going to go in and change the tile and all. so you know, you've got time in between and you can work it out. And and especially the ones that are remodeling because the air conditioning is still working in there. And it's not like a, a brand new construction where you got OSHA guys running all over you. Right. It's a, it's a better working environment. Parking lots are paved, you can drive the truck up to a loading dock. The elevators are generally working. So many more advantages. That's such a nice market to go after for those existing hotels that are going through remodeling Well,
2: no, i think we talked about this one other occasion um we've done several hotels but it seems like like one we did 97 doors but they bought everything from dreamline you know they were run more of a, a labor rate you know install and yeah. uh, i mean if the math works out we've done them and it you know it worked out but a lot of those guys will ask me for a quote for the enclosure and then and then they come back later and go, well, would you charge us to put them all in? Because we're going to get them from, mm-hmm. from DreamLine. That, that creates its own issues because nothing's, you know, always, those are all plum and square, obviously. And the, 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 the glass is, not the enclosure.
7: Um, so, so how deeply you want to go into the weeds with this is because you can look at the specifications for the job and see what they require. Because a lot of the DreamLine glass is made in China And some of it is not certified by the ANSA standards that are required. So take a look at the tempering stamp on the Dreamline glass, see what certification it has, and see if it passes what the architect is specifying for that job. Just because the contractor goes out of the way and buys them from Dreamline, doesn't mean that it meets the spec. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you bring that up to them, um, they'll listen to you and say, okay, you got a point there.
6: Yeah. We had a you know, Michael, if you offered him financing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, can we I had, ask
8: you. Oh, go ahead.
6: We had a contractor
3: that had like 137 skylines that were installed by a commercial glazing company that did the shell and they messed they messed them all up. So we got pulled into this job and they're like, Can you repair these? Um so I was like, Yeah, I can repair them, but they're they're probably gonna have to replace things on a lot of them or whatever and obviously that was my contract like yeah we would pull them out and put them back in but magically all the bars were pretty much bent and we had to order all new hardware and everything and new panels and stuff and we made it worth our while right to pull them out and put them back in but um just got creative with it so made sure it was in our contract that you know there there could be damage on on the stuff so
7: the the beauty of doing hotels is you know their biggest profit Maker is renting the room out, right? So it's important to have doors in those units so that they can rent the rooms out. But their, their cash flow is dependent upon renting rooms, people making room service, you know, ordering food, drinks downstairs at the lobby. They need to get people in those rooms. So if something goes wrong with those doors, they're losing money if they can't rent that room out. They'll pay almost anything for quick service and get that door back in service. Mm-hmm. That's why it's it's a good thing. The average homeowner, if they have an extra bathroom, they're not going to be in as much of a rush as the hotels will, and the hotels will pay quickly. They so like, get,
5: I know you're talking about remodels and everything, but like in your yeah, like how does does they, do the unions get involved with the remodels, or is it or they usually privatize that stuff?
7: I've it's, got zero unions in Florida. Zero. Yeah. We're so in like, Boston, so, so like we. we
1: Yeah, that's that's
7: where you're at, for sure. I'd say Oasis is all over that, Mike, because you you got union certified. It's just a sham, but that's the way it is. Yeah, I have zero unions to deal with here. But we're dealing with contractors that sometimes try and bypass the architect or architects that specify doors that really shouldn't be specified. So, it, it's an education process. Even though they're the architect, they don't really know everything about shower doors. It, a lot of them are good and they're smart, but they take the easy road and just find a product and, and spec it without understanding where the glass is made and what certification has been put into that glass.
1: Yeah.
7: You know, someday, Chris, we should do a, a, a topic on what the SGCC certification looks like on the glass, what the numbers stand for, how the guys can um, verify that the glass that they're getting from their supplier is certified for these type of jobs.
0: How about about a week from Wednesday? You'd be our guest speaker and and talk about that for us.
7: Yeah, let me say I'm going away a couple of weeks. Was, All right. Yeah, let's line that up. But, Come and be our guest. I'll, I'll let you know when. I'll let you know when. And what I'll All do right. in advance is send you some videos of what we do every day to test the glass okay. um oh. to make sure that it fits within the the tempering guidelines. Yeah. But, but that's That'd really a topic. important. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: Christine, I know you want to say something.
8: I am. I'm sorry. Oh, no, really no, please go ahead. For you all who know things and have been around the block. Um, I You know, it, it is it can get tight here. We have a huge rush right now. I don't know why or what's changed, but um, the economy could get a little bit tight here. And I was thinking the other day, what would it take for you all um, in your businesses to be willing to install a Dreamline shower door for a customer?
0: what would it take?
8: You know, or is there enough that you would never do it? Or who's in the camp that they would never do it? Who's in the camp that if it got tight, they would, you know, what would, what are those considerations that you all have? And what kind of money would you be looking at for something like that?
7: You know, there's a lot of answers to that. It's a really good question because, you know, again, we've got businesses here of all different sizes, but- You know, Keith answered that uh, maybe a couple of months ago. Sometimes we do it just to help the contractor, knowing that it's gonna lead to another job where Dreamline's not in the picture. But it it also depends on who did the measuring, who's taking responsibility if it's not, if it's cracked, broken, and parts missing, who's taking all that responsibility? Are you gonna get paid anyhow if you go out to install it? And it's not even the right door for the right place. So many factors involved.
8: Well, that's right. And that's why I thought I was thinking about this the other day, because I was measuring a job and, you know, the guy said, well, I already bought this Dreamline shower. I thought you guys could install it. And of course it was one of those situations our receptionist had asked the question. He bought it anyway. It was a whole thing, but you know, he has a 62 inch opening. He has a 60 inch Dreamline Mm it's not going to work. He's going to try to make it work. It's just one of those, one of those things. And, um, he's, he's got a half inch outage on one wall. It's kind of a K cut situation. It's, it's really going to be bad news, but, um, you know, I feel bad for the guy and I was considering, you know, what would, what would it take? What would it take for us to do that? And I just don't know the answer to that. I just figured I would ask you guys.
9: I, I got an I, answer. I, Tail light. lights. Tail lights. That's all you need to do. Pull out and we'll go.
0: <laughs> Tail,
9: out <we'll> go. <laughs>
0: Tail, light. Tail
9: lights. <laughs> Red lights and that's it. Boom. Gas. Pedal, gas, let go.
7: <laughs> Christine, when I've had customers that have bought it. We talked last week quickly how Costco is coming out with the Kohler doors. And we've had customers and it. One of the answers that we use is you are so lucky that you bought that Dreamline because they have the best return policy. Yeah, There is no no questions asked. You don't even have to feel bad about it. That's their policy. And it's true uh, because people are trying to order them online with those same situations you're talking about, or the walls are bowed. The doors just aren't going to work. I mean, you can look at it and say, "Did you order it with the intention of that big gap there, so you can pass the soap in and out to somebody on the outside, <laughs> <you> or <laughs> they can pass the towel through that opening to get to you?" Because I mean, it's just not going to work. And you know, I mean, I you could say that about the return policy because that's really not a slam on them. It's just it's not the right door for the right application. To put you in the middle of that is awkward.
1: It is now, awkward. Well.
7: But you were already in the house and he knew that, or do you have others for you to measure? Other showers. Are, in the same I house. was
8: already in the house measuring and he said, Well, I thought you could install this streamlined shower, and it's not, you know, it would I hate it, but buyers are liars. And I know <laughs> I hear our receptionist in the other room, she is on top of it. I she has her little script that she says every single time, and she's consistent. Yeah. And I know that she asked this man like what the you know what his situation was and I know that this conversation has been had. And Do you, you record know, he,
7: your phones? Do you record your incoming phone calls?
8: We do not.
7: You don't.
5: Honestly, I would pass on the job not even just because it would be a, something that we didn't provide but I'm already being lied to by the customer. So it's you already you already got me on the wrong foot so if this is not going to be I don't feel like it's going to get better. Like he kind of duped you into getting you into the house. I I, I already got a bad taste yeah. in my mouth over the whole transaction. So I, cause you know, if it goes bad or it's not, now it's not a perfect install. You're not getting paid. It's, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like the, the type of customer that I'd, that I'd want to do business with.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christina, go back to the other thing though. If the economy turns bad and you've got guys that you got to keep busy other than that, they're cleaning trucks and sweeping floors. Yeah. You're going to make some money, right? You're going to use it, but I wouldn't give it away cheaply. Yeah. You know, there's still a yes. lot of work involved. You're taking on a huge risk. I mean, just scratching the door. you realize that if you chip or break a panel and you got to replace that panel, your supplier may not be able to have the same glass. So the the, the coloring of the glass may not be the same. Mm-hmm. We notice that in the shop if you get it from different vendors. Uh, oh
8: yeah, we had that HMI Uh, issue which I think was brief I really hate to trash HMI they seem fine but I just
2: yeah and the edge work's not going to match nothing's going to match
7: yeah a lot of it won't yeah but if he doesn't care about a two inch gap I guess he doesn't care about that either but if something happened yeah you're on the hook for it so you've got to charge well for it it's not like it's easy money it's not
8: right well and and not only that our guys aren't used to it you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. They're great. They know how systems work, but it's not what they're used to. So, but even if you had the right door, right. Even if, even if say the wall conditions were fine, Mm -hmm. uh, the curb is pitched properly. He has the right size door. What would it take? What would it take for you guys to do that? What
7: we don't, uh, we don't, we don't, unless, you know, you know, you're doing five other doors in a house and this is one that somebody gave it to him as a gift, right? Or whatever. There's some, some kind of an answer there. Yeah, okay. I guess we, we would do it, but our policy is no. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's our policy.
8: <laughs> yeah. Our, ours will probably always be that, but it just tight economy. I thought, thought I'd ask.
6: Yeah. I think it's a good time to educate your customer at that point though, too, yeah. uh, because a lot of people don't realize that, you know, these are, Not man made materials, most of them are natural materials, tile is, but you know, the the structure behind it with the two by fours they move, they're bowed. Uh, the the framer didn't care when he put it in, but it's bowed. Uh, one's bowed one way, one's bowed the other, whatever. And but people don't realize that they just assume that the walls are plumb, I guess, is what they would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, and everything is level and plumb. Well, nothing is level and plumb in our world. Uh, and so I just, I think I would use that as an opportunity to explain to them when they have a bow in the wall, uh, you, It did, is your shower that you just bought this nice Dreamline is this accounting for that bow in the wall and just kind of break it down that way and, and educate, I guess, as you go, because that may sway them to, Bill's answer, which is, hey, you picked a great shower for returning it. You know, uh, they have a great return policy. And so just educating may get you a full uh, full purchase on your glass, not theirs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah you have a new say opportunity right
9: there. You guys are lucky. You guys. You know, I have a neighbor that has one and it keeps on bug me and install one. I gotta see him every day I go home and I keep ignoring him <laughs> every day. But his walls are terribly bad and bowed and terrible, terrible. And they don't understand it won't fit. But um but what you're what uh what you said, I charge, I mean i like you said, I I've like I've done my share and I, I charge a twelve hundred bucks in a solid dream line. If they want it, good. if they don't, then I'm making money. I'm not gonna it's my knowledge and my experience is not free, and I'm not gonna give away for cheap. I yeah, am. So, 100 bucks. It's it covers you know a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: it's enough to where if something goes wrong, you could buy you could buy a new unit.
9: Yeah. Still like exactly. not lose
0: not lose money at least. Or, or return it like Bill says, or return it. Yeah,
7: return it. So,
4: you
0: so can it only can, return it if you don't break it first.
7: You can have them return it and say, "If they charge you a restocking fee, I'll even pay that restocking fee for you." You know, take everything out of it. But, but Dreamline doesn't, and and Kohler and Costco they do not have a restocking fee. Sometimes Home Depot does if the box is opened. I'm not really sure. I guess it depends who you get on your customer service counter on that particular day.
1: Honestly, Dream
7: Dreamline's not the
0: worst um, manufactured enclosure out there. I mean, I've seen like way worse. Right. So I've I've installed a couple of those like way back, you know, and they were like they're decent, you know. I mean, like you say, I mean if if the opening is square, um, it'll work. It's fine, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I yeah I don't I don't want to do it.
7: I well, I just.
8: Well, say say uh, let's say it gets tight economically and um, everybody's budgets are a little bit lower. We were talking about financing, um, but maybe they want a, a different option that's like a kit. So what if what if we offered Dreamline as a product that we purchase and we install? based on measurements we've taken, knowing that the space is a good candidate for it. Have, has anybody done that?
7: Dreamline offers uh, dealerships. You, you can contact them if they don't have a dealership in your area. Yes, you could become an installing dealer. Keep in mind, they weren't doing custom cuts. So they were filling gaps with lots of gaskets. Yeah. But so gaskets. <laughs> again, the a- average homeowner doesn't know the difference because they haven't seen the difference. Uh, you could do that. You could do that. But they're actually an authorized dealer for them.
3: You Dreamline, could. Is, Dreamline is actually part of uh, Arizona Shower Door now as well.
8: Mm. I did hear that.
3: Who bought I, who? I, I... Uh, actually, American Bath Group owns owns them all. Yeah. Yeah, I think under- Dreamline. I think Dreamline bought um, Arizona Shower Door, and then American
7: Bath Group bought them. Yeah, American Bath Group is like a private equity group. Yeah, or um, that I think they own uh, was that Pearl or Swan, the tub manufacturers as well. Oh yeah, and, uh, and Swan, like Swan Stone, Stone or the, whatever the countertops. Yeah. 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 It's an an equity group putting up a lot of remodeling and building material things. So yeah, they acquired both of them.
0: Yeah, I think most of us probably install some, what I call like manufactured enclosures, right? So if you're going to do like a tub enclosure, like a quarter inch enclosure or something, um, you're probably buying that from somebody and just installing it um so it's like so i don't see what the difference would be if it was a dreamline product you know we used to back in the old days used to do on um, those uh what do you call them stick stall whatever they call them different things knockdowns. Yes. you know um uh, like hinge you know panel door torn hinge panel whatever um and uh get them from like wardrobe and bath specialties here out of modesto I would. Pretty good product, so we just um, buy those and put them in. So I don't, I don't see you know how it'd be any different than that.
7: quality. As long as you have a, a a hotline to them for parts,
0: that's it. I mean, you got to have great customer service. And like with this so this company I'm talking about, WBS, they're they're they've always been like great, really really good uh, service, good you know good quality products. if there's a problem they fix it you know so if you've got that you can do it you know but I just found that it was hard to you know you couldn't really charge any less for a manufactured enclosure I mean it's like by the time you pay for the materials and then it takes longer to install than a frameless one actually no in my experience so it's like well what are you going to do you got to charge in the same amount or pretty close at least
8: sense
0: yeah so i mean Um, you're not saving any money
8: i'm finding that now particularly with the price of aluminum going up and our our pricing um at for some of our manufactured units has gone through the roof um i guess as far as quality goes with these kits knockdown units uh, manufactured units um do you all do a different warranty on things like that
7: yeah lights (laughs) <laughs> tail
8: okay all right thought i'd <laughs> ask you curious
0: the manufacturers usually have like some kind of a like warranty it's usually like about three years or something on materials and then just whatever you know your normal like workmanship warranty would be
1: um okay. i guess that would be
8: All right. That's
0: all. Sorry. I'll leave you guys alone. No, that's a good question. I mean, it's something that goes around. And I mean, I think we all have different opinions. Well, we all have pretty similar opinions.
3: I think, I think it all comes down to just how big your company is. If, if you get in that stage where you are hurting and guys need to work, then absolutely you would probably take work to stay afloat. Right. And just to keep your company going. So it's one of those things where you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, step over a dollar for a dime. If, if you're busy doing frameless showers to do frame showers.
8: Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And we are super busy right now, but I just don't know what's going to happen.
0: And don't feel bad if you do. I mean, we're not going to shower shammy or anything.
4: (laughs) No, during COVID, um, I became, um, I started running ads for the plexiglass. People wanted them. People were calling us for them. I started getting with suppliers and servicing what the people wanted. And all of a sudden that's what we had to know how to do. Cause um, just to not accept becoming not accepting the checks that they were trying to hand us. We're like, no, we want we'll get work at whatever it comes, whatever they call for. Like we're open. And that's what we did for a long time. So when when the rubber hits the road, of course, we'll we might go back on a few of the words we say now, but preferably never again. No, we don't do it. I mean, I think
5: I think just generally being in business, you always have to adapt. I, I mean, and it's always going to be, there's going to be an exception made for a contractor. There's going to be an exception made for a past customer. How deep you're going to allow that exception to be is going to be based on, granted, like said the size of your company or whatever. But I mean, you know, adapting to this the current situation is just never going to be something that we're not going to have to do. One of right. our adaptability is one of our core values. That's right. Adaptability.
3: That's
8: great. Well and, and again like Bill said setting those expectations is is all all it's about at, at a certain point. I mean customers Christina, are really receptive to expectations.
7: Christina one of the things you may have missed last week and we had talked about this is If you start having your guys do that, you're opening up yourselves for those guys to start doing Dreamline Doors on the side. They go out on Saturdays and they're running a side business. Then somehow it gets back to you and then you got hard feelings. It's going to open up a lot of other situations. Just be aware of that. Mm -hmm. You're I hadn't considered
8: that. That's a great point.
7: So it's opening up all sorts of awkwardness.
5: Good point.
1: That's,
5: a, That's good a good point. Yeah. So if, if you guys don't mind, I kind of came on here earlier with a question and it kind of, it, I didn't expect it to fit so well, but what does every, does any, I mean, I assume a lot of you guys take credit cards like we do. Is, is anybody adding service fees or service, you know, whatever, I mean, it just seems to be becoming a bigger and bigger thing in more and more industries at 3%, you know, whatever everybody's doing, a courtesy chart, whatever, whatever they call it. Um, or are you just kind of, are you just taking the head?
2: We pass it on to the customer, Mike, and I'm struggled with that too, but we do, we tell everybody it's three and a half percent in our, in my market. And I just tell the customers, if you're going to pay with the credit card, there's a, there's a fee associated with it. And I pass it through.
5: Did you get pushback when you started doing that or is it just, it's like, it's almost generally accepted these days. I feel like we're,
2: we've had a, a, just very, very little pushback. We, I think it is generally accepted. It happens to me all the time too. You know, uh, there's signs and windows where I go to tell you up front that's what it's going to be. Um, I know Billy Britt was on here one time and he, he's not, he doesn't, he, he, uh, he doesn't pass it on to the customer. You know, he doesn't want to, uh, he just wants to keep the, the wheel rolling, right, and 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 not have any pushback. But I, um, you know, our fees was it two years ago? Our fees were thirty thousand or thirty five thousand dollars in credit card fees, and yeah. thought that was too much to too much to eat. So we passed mm-hmm. it on. I, I get very little pushback. We it's um, good
5: to know. It's good to yeah. know because I've been getting. I've had a couple of other companies, local companies in the area. We, I talked to a lot of people and we've been having discussions and some people are starting to think about implementing it. And I just, I don't know. It's one of those things that I just, I, it's been in my mind a long time, but I never really, you look at the, you do, you look at the numbers at the end of the year and you're like, that's a lot of money. so. so that we, we're start about.
8: we did that. We, uh, we were doing, you know, checks, cash, Zell, Venmo, you know, back in the day, and that just became way too much, especially during COVID and we were booming and nothing, we just couldn't handle it. So credit cards made sense and we did the fees, but we got so much pushback in our market for doing fees that we had to just build it into our pricing so that our receptionist wouldn't lose her mind. Um same And thing. so, but we we don't accept Amex but the problem with that is that's the new Delta credit card of choice, I guess. In Atlanta, that's a big deal. So a lot of our customers have Amex cards and they get mad at us about that. And it's like, you know, you just kind of can't win in some some ways. So we just build it into our pricing at this point. But we still don't accept Amex.
3: We did that. We... We had it, we weren't charging for it. And then we started charging for it. And you gotta be careful because some states, you're not allowed to charge a processing fee. It's actually illegal to charge a processing fee. You can look it up online and list all the states you're allowed to. So you gotta get creative with the wording and stuff on what
5: the fee is for. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I look at it and I know Massachusetts has its own like laws and stuff, but like if I'm paying cities or states, even the paying the state, they're doing it to me. So it's like, you know, they have their own way of doing it. So
3: we um, we got a lot of kickback from it, but they would still pay it. We just get a little, we just get flack for it that they would, they're like really paying a 3% fee. But then so we, then we just raised our prices 3% and we had no issue. We actually made more money doing that because then everyone just paid it. If they're paying with check or not, it still went up three percent. So mm-hmm. we just rolled it in that way and then we just had no issues with it anymore.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I did the same thing. So what's the problem with taking Amex?
9: They charge more.
3: The higher it is. Just depends on your just depends on your processor. We we pay an average of like two point something for all cards.
8: Do you are you able to pull the breakdown of you know dollar amount and credit card type? Because when I pull that, I can see what the back end fees are. Yeah. And it's like 5.7% on Stripe.
3: Yeah, oh wow. Stripe's high. That's, That's crazy. High. Like we we you gotta Un- have,
8: annex. You gotta Un- be annex. able to
3: have B2B optimization too, because if it's a business credit card, you should be getting cheaper rates than if it's a personal credit card as well. So if like Stripe doesn't have if I don't I don't remember if they do or not, we used to use them, but if the company doesn't have B2B optimization, you're paying more on credit cards for builders or whoever is using a business credit card than you should so.
8: I'll look into that. Um, It's our integration with Smart Builder, um, and I know there's a lot of caveats to that, so I'll have to look into that, but that's good to know.
0: Yeah, one thing about American Express that, that I know is that the only chargeback I've ever had ever since I've been in business was an American Express card. I did the work, and it was done properly and correctly and on time and everything 100 percent And they used American Express to take the money back. So they'd rip me off. Yeah. Um, and like they can totally that's one thing that you can do. If you've got an American Express card, you can totally rip off your vendor. Um, because they just they just will side with them. You have no recourse whatsoever. And I think that's one of the reasons a lot of people won't take Amex
6: because they're just, um, uh, ruthless. Did they not give you a chance to, uh, to say your side? Nope. Really? No, they didn't care. They wow. Just
4: took
0: the money back. And I was like, Hey, wait a minute here. I've got photos. I got everything. I got invoices. I've got signatures. I got everything. They didn't even want to hear it.
3: We've had that happen mm-hmm. with multiple different cards, like discover or even MasterCard, um, we actually had a lady that did a chargeback. She was a designer. She ordered a acid etched half inch tabletop, and we showed her samples of Starfire acid, uh, frosted and regular frosted. And she wanted, she didn't want to pay the extra for the white, and she got it. And so she did a chargeback because she didn't like the tabletop and we said look here it is she actually went on one of the garage sale groups on facebook and was selling the piece of glass that we sold her after she did a chargeback she was trying to sell it and i sent pictures in of her trying to sell it after the chargeback and everything and um we still lost so i'm suing her yeah.
5: it's like that <laughs> yeah. i did the i did the same thing we had we we installed a shower for a contractor and he just blew us off he blew off it was like 1500 bucks and um he Checks in the mail, checks in the mail, blah, blah. So we ended up running We ended up running his card for the balance, which is kind of in our terms, anyways, that we're going to do that if you know what I mean. Um, but he he just dis, uh disputed it, saying it was fraudulent. I did everything that you guys did. We sent in the invoices, I sent in you know, blacked out things from my vendor, saying this is where it went the calendar, every everything. They gave him his money, back. they still give him his money back. So I did the same thing that Brandon just did. I, I sued him, I, I won in court, and then you get to chase him around. You know, it's over 1500 bucks. But it's not even the money. It's just it's it's. At this know, that, point, right? Sometimes you just take it. Yeah,
1: That's
5: you right. just start taking stuff personally. I, you know, when when people are like, "Oh, to just literally screw you," you start taking stuff personally. Can't,
3: you can't show Go up. People, you can't show up to people's houses with a gun
6: anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> that is frowned upon. <laughs> and you can't repo the shower either. Right. thought <laughs> about it.
8: I maybe shouldn't say this, but Brad will go over to somebody's house, not with a gun at all, at all. But he will knock on a door and be like, hi, you haven't answered my emails. And he's just like this sweet little old man asking like, hey, did you get my email? And uh, then they're all embarrassed, of course, and they can't say anything to your face. And then they end up paying. It's pretty great. It's very bold.
1: Nice. Yeah, I'll
0: send my wife over. I'll send my wife over with some cookies. Boy, that'll teach him.
2: <laughs> Adrian will send his little brother over to take care of him. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> Adrian's little brother, yeah.
9: No, there's three of us. We're all six feet tall. Oh. So yeah, my, my, Both my brothers are taller than me. Yeah. You so. guys met Junior. He ain't no small yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. And, and then my other brother, Emmanuel, he's taller than that. So, and he's a little bit more built because he's not the, uh, the army. Well, he used to, but yeah. So
0: you're the little guy in the group, huh?
9: Yeah. It was not like that for a while. And then all of a sudden they sprout up like, dang, I'm a short one now.
8: You must have never been stiffed on any of your jobs.
9: Oh, no. A few times we went <laughs> to... Nah. <laughs> True. I'll sit there and wait until they pay me. I'll take off my handle. I don't care what the, the laws are. I don't care. <laughs> I'll take off a handle. I'll freaking take off the door and go with it. I don't care. <laughs> so, I've done that a few times. So, <laughs> Repossess it. Yep. Because, hey, if you owe uh, a bank some money for your car, they'll go right in your driveway and yank your car out and take it. What's the difference, you know, from us? should be able to do the same thing.
8: I will say uh backing up real fast as an aside, we we had a couple customers who didn't uh remember they bought a shower door, maybe, or something with a deposit. And so they'll dispute a deposit. And we haven't installed the shower, but like the glass is being cut or it's even at our warehouse and scheduled. And uh that's happened twice. But Stripe uh believed us both times. We sent them everything and So Stripe has been a really wonderful payment processor, all things considered, I would
7: recommend. Christina, we've had that word where they disputed it and come to find out the original credit cards that we had that were processed, they didn't understand the name of the company. It didn't come through as the name of our company. It it came through differently. So it looked different to them. So they didn't really dispute it on us, they disputed the charge because they didn't understand that it was us. Once we talked to them, it cleared. So we had to go back to the processor and have them change the way it shows up on their statement.
0: Yep. We've had the same thing.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I've had charges myself where I was like, hey, I did. What's this?
7: Exactly. I, you know, I
0: didn't recognize It's like, oh, wait, OK. No,
7: it's just the name, the corporate name, just something else that they they use where uh, they should say what's the DBA name and show that so the customer knows that it matches up to the company they did business with.
8: I will say it's a small bug, but it is a it is a bug that affects us in Smart Builder. And that's, that's the problem with the integration with Stripe. The quote number shows up. So instead of shower door guy, no matter what I tell Stripe to put on there, smart builder puts QTE and then the quote ID and people have no idea what that is. And that looks like fake. Yeah. So we've had a few do, disputes.
7: I didn't do business with QTE. Who is that? Yeah.
8: Right. <laughs> it's like, why is quick trip taking $2,000? It's like,
6: yeah. I get that. I think the only thing you can do at that point is just tell every customer here and maybe even put it in writing. Here is what the charge is going to look like on your statement. And at least try to try to uh,
7: yeah, the
6: customer that way.
3: Yeah, it's a model. yeah, that's a good idea. Look for QTE.
8: <laughs> so hopefully, Smart Builder will fix that soon. I've I've been all over them about it. So,
7: any day now, that's gonna get. So, they're Smart Builder, they're not Smart Charger. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: everything's smart now smart phones
3: smart meters smart have you yeah. seen the new, the new apple freaking headset it is insane i it's heard like, about it what is it? it's like three grand or something isn't it thirty five hundred bucks but it's like brings everything like you can just put you can put your mac in it so you can make your screen as big as you want or you can watch a movie as big as you want everything dark around you you can see your room with it like it's like it's crazy it's it's
8: spy kids it's
7: Right. are you talking about their oculus yeah their new the new apple one yeah yeah, yeah. i heard it was phenomenal yeah. it blends reality with the virtual so that if you're in a room you're getting a lot of the aspects of the room that you're looking at and then it lays over the um you can have like artificial intelligence over that you can open up like
3: all your apps and everything like you can open up your macbook and make your screen however big you want it and have different apps running at different times in different areas of the room that you want and touch them and and work and all that stuff that's cool
8: that's spy stuff
2: like minority report
0: right minority report that's what i was just thinking
7: about oh man
4: yeah That's, that's
7: spooky man sounds like a project we should put robert on
4: there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i've been in it i've had fun with the Oculus for the past year and i've had work days in my vr where i'm in the virtual office with other people just so um yeah it's weird but uh yeah and that augmented reality is what they call that so I, in our apps like um Augmented is when they put the virtual aspects of what we want over the actual reality of our world. Virtual okay. is when we're completely immersed, and augmented is the cool shit like the app Brandon might have talked about. Wanna kicks? You download an app on your phone, pick shoes you want, hover your camera over your shoes, and now you can see how the actual shoes will look on your feet before you actually go somewhere. So, all these businesses are coming out with ways to play with AR in our actual lives and it's becoming real cool. And we have that power in our businesses. Uh, Facebook developer on the back end, I've already built um using the 3D shower models, an actual version of they you build the app, you let your customers download the app, and then they can hover the camera in their room and see your shower that the PDF that you had someone draw, uh, whatever you call those little 3D diagrams. Mm-hmm. in their in their house so i've already built that and done it with like a fake shower that i downloaded online that someone else built because it's a lot of work but it's already here for us to do and play with it's really dope but if y'all want to see anything specific let me know and i will take the challenge
3: we're giving away our trade secrets
4: <laughs> oh, i'm sorry uh we already <laughs> did that two years ago
9: i'm gonna right, it down yeah that's uh, right <laughs>
0: Uh, right on right on well hey everybody that's all the time we've got for this evening's live stream but uh thanks for coming and um be sure to come back again next wednesday for more fun hey this is chris phillips and i want to thank you for listening to the podcast you may want to join the shower door professionals group on facebook Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.